0: everybody shut the fuck up and get a drink well now can we talk since she's gone if she can still hear not it. that we're excluding her i just mean since we were waiting for her to get back <laughs> i'm still wearing my headphones Everyone, welcome to the Bears and Brews Podcast, Micro Bruin edition. Hey y'all. <laughs> Hi. Hey, you're Salome. Oh yeah, sorry. I, I well you, they know I'm who Charlotte. I am. You're Pam. I am Pam. And we have Charlotte. And we have Pam's Mom. Hi, y'all. Welcome. Patty is back for Micro Bruin. <laughs> Micro Bruin.
1: <laughs> woo. woo. Um, all right. So uh, wildlife in the news um we've been doing that in the beginning of micro bruins right but that's the whole episode today is wildlife in the news
2: because today we have a very exciting episode for me because i have been in love with wolves since i was a little kid i have been rocking the wolf t-shirts since i was like small and i was a big fan of the books julie of the wolves when i was a kid so i love wolves did you have one of those fleece blankets with like the wolves on it of course (laughs) i also like the ones you
1: got in tijuana
2: i didn't go to tijuana oh but if you did would you get that um (laughs) yes if i was in tijuana i would absolutely get that they just they have a
1: lot of blankets
0: hanging around that you can buy it's random is that what you like when you think of tijuana you're just like oh yeah the place of all the blankets like there's a lot of blankets (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> too i like, bought two when i was I there i really think of the drugs but <laughs> <laughs> i think that's what t- actually you know what i googled it and it says to city of blankets so <laughs> <laughs> fuck
1: off <laughs> so charlotte why are you excited then for this micro brewing
2: So I'm very excited because, and we're going to get a little more into this, but wolves are an awesome keystone species. They basically saved Yellowstone, um, and they have been basically eradicated throughout the country, uh, the United States, and probably elsewhere, Um, and that's really bad for the environment. But as we're learning more and more about them, we are reintroducing wolves to the environment, and a year or so ago Colorado citizens voted three years ago um colorado citizens voted to reintroduce wolves to colorado and um they just started reintroducing them this week and they will finish up reintroducing the amount they uh that was voted on um by march 2024 and there also have been some sightings of wolves that have moved from um I assume Wyoming, down to Colorado, to Rocky Mountain National Park. And all of this is super cool because it just, it bodes really well for the environment. And also I'm just obsessed with wolves and I want more of them around. So yeah. I do
1: too. And I want to talk a little bit about the wolf reintroduction in Yellowstone specifically because that was now almost 30 years ago. Oh, was that long ago? I didn't realize that. It was
2: 1995. And we have learned so much it saved yellowstone like there's a video on it that i watched like yellowstone was like gone to shit and environmentally we're gonna gonna talk about that video um
1: so in 1926 is when the last wolf in yellowstone was killed and The elk were just crazy out of control, right? Like there were over 30,000 elk in the park alone and 20,000 of them just in one herd. And um, Montana and Wyoming started doing year-round elk hunts and antlerless hunts. So they could kill um, like not baby calves, but kind of calves and um, the cow elk, the females and it wasn't really working it wasn't really helping um and so to reduce to restore that natural ecosystem and reduce those elk populations between 95 and 96 they introduced 31 gray wolves were released into yellowstone um and actually charlotte do you remember we met one of the guys who was on that project yeah he was super nice we
2: just he happened was upon so cool. him um Watching while we a were- wolf watching a wolf yeah and pam pulled over on the side of the road and there were a bunch of people crowded around we set up our spotting scope but this guy had a way better spotting scope yes and he was like (laughs) here look through here um he was super nice and yeah so did we mention why sorry my headphones fell off um why this elk population out of control was so problematic
1: um not yet because i want to talk a little bit about trophic cascades, which we've defined and talked about before. Um, So that video that you're talking about is called How Wolves Change Rivers. And one thing I do want to caution is they're not the entire reason why those things happened. So um, I sat in on a seminar from a tree scientist at Utah State University because I am that fucking nerd and he (laughs) studies aspen trees in in this whole region and um to your point charlotte elk aspen trees were one of the things that elk were just absolutely decimating right yeah and not just aspen trees but a lot of the foliage and a lot of the riparian areas um they were basically destroying all the foliage on those zones that we talked about before, um, along the riverbeds, and the riverbeds were kind of um, expanding out. And so the rivers weren't as deep. Um, There was a lot there was a lot going on with that. Um, There are some other reasons why those are coming back. But um, an analysis of over 20 of 24 studies, in a 15 year period, basically confirmed that wolves and their influence on elk are the major reason for the recovery of those trees and riparian areas. So there's a longer growing season now with climate change and a couple other things that are that are helping the trees come back. But wolves are the main
2: reason why. When you fuck with predators, you fuck with the entire environment it's not just about taking out predators you know like the grasses get overdone and then we're losing native grasses and like any number of like cascade effects and it's just like you know what don't fuck with predators don't fuck with anyone but you know especially not the predators yeah you think we would have learned this you would think i feel
1: like yeah um when, I want to talk about a couple of things that Colorado specifically did in just a second, but in Yellowstone in particular, what the wolf reintroduction has done is it has brought back populations of beavers, um, aspens, uh, moose. Uh, like I've said before, I've seen moose in the park where 12 years ago I never would have expected to see them. Um, osprey and eagles, uh, the right because those riparian areas are healthier, so it's actually bringing more trout, um, which is you know giving food to those osprey and those eagles. Um, so so it's doing it's doing quite a lot for the health of of the ecosystem, but. You know, specifically with elk. You know, we always hear, oh, they thin out the herd because they take out the ones that are unhealthy, which is true. But another really big way that they help these big ungulate herds stay healthy is they they make them separate. So instead of a big herd of five thousand elk, now you might have uh, you know ten herds of five hundred, and they're more sparsely populated because they're not just all in that big herd moving around, they're now in these pockets. But if a disease, you know, if one of them gets infected with something, it's only wiping out those couple hundred that they're with, right? It's not spreading it to the five or 10,000 that were in that valley before wolves were around. So they're helping keep them healthy in that way too. And one of the things that um, this tree, this tree scientist showed us um, just based on data, and he was actually super like, middle of the road, unbiased, like he was not willing to say that wolves that it's confirmed that wolves have helped like he was he was all about the science and the data. But um, he showed us this chart of the type of elk that hunters hunt and the type of elk that wolves hunt, and they were literally completely opposite completely opposite. So wolves, you know, they're not taking the elk that the hunters are going after, right? Because that's a death sentence for them usually to try and kill a bull elk on their own a healthy bull elk.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And in so in Colorado specifically, there there's about half a million mule deer and they also have the largest elk herd in the world, 300,000 Elk in Colorado.
2: I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> no, and if, if you guys have ever driven through there, there are fucking elk everywhere. A shit ton of elk, everywhere. especially in like Rocky Mountain National Park and the surrounding area.
1: Yes. And they, I yeah, and that. like a
2: couple of the methods that they've used in the past. So with the mule deer,
1: they also opened up doe harvests. So again, hunting the females, right?
0: Because there's so fucking many that's like the grossest thing to possibly call it but
1: that's what i'm gonna say next time i get laid i a dough harvest last
2: week oh. oh god pam has a cool mom because she's just laughing my mom would be like no don't say I mean, that
0: i mean patty did kick off our recording session with a bunch of phallic jokes so. that is
2: true that is very that's very it. true this is why we love you patty <laughs>
3: Oh, I have a question about this uh, wolf reintroduction. And this was what a guy said on Facebook because there was a post, you know, and he said that he thought it was a bad idea. Because if the wolves eat the elk, then the other predators aren't going to have anything to eat, and they're going to go after livestock.
1: So the reason why that isn't accurate is because the elk and deer numbers are already out of control. So the predators that are there Uh, have more than enough to eat. They have way more than enough to eat, especially in Colorado. Colorado also, even given all of that, Colorado has the highest amount of mountain lions, which is really one of the only things that is going to prey on elk or deer until these, um, or like coyotes sometimes will with like a young deer or whatever. But mountain lions are really the only thing maybe black bears in Colorado, that's going to prey on a mule deer or an elk. Black bears probably hardly ever would, but um, they have the most mountain lions. They have um, estimates go up to 7,000. They have the most of any state and their deer and elk numbers are still out of control, just completely out of control. So what's going to end up happening is Obviously, if there are no food resources at all, yeah, they're going to go for more easy meals. But as we'll talk about in a second, um, there's a lot of things that can be done to mitigate that. And um, Colorado, uh, the Colorado parks is actually, they have done so much in the last three years. Um, So they, um, they have done like, in-person trainings with ranchers and farmers. Um, they have a ton of materials. They've had a shitload of meetings. They have done more than has been required of them uh, to try and get ahead of this stuff. They have recruited and trained range riders, which are people on horseback who ride around these ranches and basically scare off predators. Um, and they are there's a there's a bunch of stuff that they are helping to work with and sometimes even fund for these ranchers to reduce that that depredation so um, a couple examples to charlotte's point livestock guardian dogs um, as we know from a bunch of studies all over the world that is hands down the best way to keep predators away from your
2: livestock Um, pam please show your mom the cougar episode of that uh, show that I shared with you, because I think that you'll find it really interesting because they do a lot of Livestock Guardian uh, dog stuff.
3: Well, now I have a comeback for him.
2: <laughs> yes,
3: exactly. You can just point him to
2: this episode of this show I can never remember the name of, but it's great. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant our show, I like oh. you don't remember the name of my show. Oh, no, this, this show is show, is Podcast, everyone.
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, uh, there's plenty to go around and they are only introducing. Okay. So there are three phases of this. And in the first phase, like Charlotte said, they are trying to get, um, I think, 10 total wolves
2: by March of next year. But over the- That was actually part of an issue. They couldn't get the wolves. Yes. Um, Because no one wanted to give up their wolves, because wolves are so good for the environment. (laughs) So for a while, they weren't even sure if they could do the thing that everyone had voted on. I know. So this is the problem, right? So, so over
1: the whole course, they want to uh, release 30 to 50 wolves. And it's on just the Western range of the Rockies. So not the front range, like where Denver is and stuff. Um, And it's actually not a huge corridor. So they have to be over 60 miles from another state. Um, And it's basically just this little circle in Colorado where they can be released because of this. And their goal over time is to have 150 to 200 total to be self-sustaining um and to your point charlotte nobody would give them wolves which is hilariously hypocritical because their original plan was to get them from montana or wyoming who they all say they have too many fuck or in idaho and they all say they have too many fucking wolves blah 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 well colorado's like give us some of yours and they're like no Mm -mm.
2: yeah when push comes to (laughs) shove they actually are wolves i'm like oh so all that was just political blustering because wolves make them money. you actually do know wolves are awesome Well, wolves make
1: them money because a hunting tags but b and my mom and i were talking about this the other day uh the scale has shifted at this point and i can i can provide data behind this for anyone interested <laughs> the scale has shifted at this point to where these wild agencies like Fish and Wildlife, um, Parks Department, stuff like that. It used to be that hunters were the main funding source of those, right? With their tags and shit like that. Not the case anymore. It's us wildlife watching, tree hugging motherfuckers who are putting in all this money in our passes and all that shit and stimulating these economies. We've talked about it before. It's estimated in 2022 that just bear and wolf watchers to yellowstone so no none of the other four million people just bear and wolf watchers have brought in over 600 million dollars to gateway communities and so I believe they're that. getting I believe that they're getting angry. hunting tag money and they're getting wildlife watching money so i honestly think they're kind of playing both sides right oh we're gonna act like we yeah. hate them and open up these hunts so you guys can pay a thousand dollars to blustering. hunt one and then we're also gonna help support these gateway communities where you can go watch logs,
2: and we make money from there. About it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, thinking about every uh, Yellowstone trip we've taken, like yes, we're spending money inside the park, which like goes federally, but we're also we usually stay outside the park because we have dogs, so that's an Airbnb or it's money. and we don't want to camp. Or it's winter and we definitely don't want to camp. We always get breakfast outside the park. Always. Yeah. Um, well, we did stay you know, in the park we, the
1: first time. We it. camped in the park all the yeah. whole time the first time. But but yeah, the first true. night we stayed in Jackson, like we went to Gardner, we went yeah. to West Yellowstone. Like if anybody has ever looked at that West Yellowstone camera on at nine a.m. in the summer, any fucking day of the summer, it's literally the line to get in the park is backed up
2: through that entire town. Yes, yeah, people hate on Yellowstone around there, but it's like mm, it brings maybe st- don't like fine in. <laughs> yeah,
1: it, it's money. ridiculous. Um, so yeah, they got their wolves from Oregon. Oregon signed like a one-year deal. They're going to give them ten wolves. Um. Oh, I thought you meant like they're loaning oh, no. them ten
0: wolves for it's you. It's
1: so <laughs> I was like, that's going to be hard <laughs> yeah, during during <laughs> to return them. these wolves. And they released <laughs> yeah. them on Time Monday share. the 18th, which we are recording on Tuesday. So yesterday. So literally yesterday. yesterday.
0: <laughs> and you can look at videos of it. It's, and so, photos beautiful. Of it's so, beautiful. so beautiful. And you know what?
1: Here's the thing, too. So cute, um, there's amazing. already a pack of wolves in the northwestern part of Colorado and wyoming hunters have been luring them across the border and shooting them which is you know that's very sporting, so right mm-hmm. i thought they yeah. didn't want their own like why are you so worried about what's going on hunting, in was state? Certain...
3: But but also, hunting like, is supposed to be a argument... sport of
2: integrity
0: like i'm not as you guys know i'm not a fan of hunting but like the argument of like oh we're hunting to eat this or whatever to like learn to sustain ourselves that it doesn't apply like when you're killing a predator like you're not gonna yeah. eat a wolf no you're one's literally eating just meat. killing it because you're a psycho right. that likes killing things they're like ending the art. life of a beautiful oh. creature like also just luring them across the that. border yeah
2: that's so fucked up
0: yeah um and it's disgusting there is a i think it was that uh untrapped page what was it that yeah, you Wyoming untrapped? introduced me to I think it was them that they had pictures Trout-free of Montana. wolves that have been lured across the border. And there's just, like, assholes smiling and posing with these, like, dead, bloody wolves. That's it's disgusting. fucking disgusting. Yeah, well,
2: I mean... I mean, that bothers me anyway, but it especially bothers me with wolves because they're so majestic and they are so incredibly helpful to their
3: environments. It's probably their Tinder picture. Yeah. <laughs>
1: They, no. they ran out of
2: fish. Yeah, they ran out of fish. <laughs> it definitely
1: is. <laughs> so um, real quick, I I want to tell you guys just a couple ways that Colorado specifically has tried to lower their elk populations over the years, over probably the last 50 years. Um, first thing, birth control. They were literally injecting the cow elk with an experimental multi-year oh my contraceptive. God. Yeah. Isn't it just easier to bring in some damn wolves? Well, and what? here's the thing too, right? Like they were doing antlerless hunts. They were, they were upping the amount of tags, but look, that didn't work in Yellowstone and it didn't work in Colorado. And here's, let me tell you why. Okay. I'm going to break this down. You guys are going to be mind blown. Maybe. Um <laughs> Humans can only go out and shoot a certain amount of elk at any time. So if an agency goes out and kills 300 elk in one go, which Rocky Mountain National Park did in like the 40s or 60s, literally over 300 in one like hunt, that's fine for the time being. Okay, now you have 300 less elk. But as we know, that then causes the resources around them to flourish, which in turn lower the mortality rate of the elk that are still alive increasing herd numbers because more it only births. works for a couple years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They literally want it to be you want it to whereas, be sustainable.
2: Yes. Go with wolves,
1: whereas wolves are out there every day, cons- throughout the winter, don't matter if it's 30 below, they are out there helping take care of this, right? Yep. They are out there hunting, and they're doing the things that we can't do. And they are changing the behavior of these animals as well. Right? And it and costs
2: so, nothing. Yeah.
1: and actually, If you want to talk what? about
2: financial cost, guess which one is more expensive?
1: Rocky Mountain National Park and um, the sand dune one. Great. What is it? Great, great, sand, great sand dunes. Great sand dunes. They both at one point hired sharpshooters to go into the national park and like be snipers for elk. Oh,
2: my God.
1: Like we're trying all these things and they're not... They're not Gross. working for a reason. It's like we talked about in the coyote episode. We try something for 200 fucking years and it's not working. Why are we still fucking trying it?
2: As opposed, and and just ignoring the science mm-hmm. on it that literally says predators. <laughs> like, if you're mad about high taxes, you should support wolves. <laughs> right? So, like, so in, in Colorado's case
1: specifically, they have done a shitload like I said, to work with like ranchers. And one of the things they're doing, they are compensating. We've talked before where the federal government will compensate ranchers for predation kills, right? But Colorado has decided they will compensate them seven times the value of the animal lost to the wolf if they can prove it was a wolf. Wow. So that does two things to me and and i and i'm a fan of that and if i lived in colorado i would not mind my tax money going to that and here's why mm-hmm. number 1 you can't bitch anymore about losing money cuz they're giving you seven times the value but number 2 it's going to encourage them to prove that an animal was killed by a wolf which will make it more clear that not as much
2: livestock oh, depredation
1: happens and point. we will have
2: better numbers on it that's a really good point, Pam. I didn't even think about that one. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm a fan of that. And again, if I lived in Colorado, I have no problem with my tax money going to oh, that because, same. Because also it's not, you know, if a rancher loses, we talked about this before, where you know, I, I really I don't want to just shit on ranchers all the time, right? That to me. Um sorry. But if a rancher <laughs> if a rancher loses a cow it's not as simple as just giving them money and they just go buy another cow, right? There's like transportation and there's like all these other costs involved. So like I get, it's not that easy to just say, Hey, here's 1500 bucks, go buy another cow. Like it's not that easy. I get that. So so I, I, I like this. I like this because I'm hoping it helps, um, you know, bring some realization and I'm hoping it helps us get stronger numbers. And hey, if we are seeing depredation happens more than we thought, then we can take some of these actions like flagry remember those hangy flag things? Um, livestock guardian dogs, electric fences, um, scare devices, uh, like loud flashy things that make noise. Um, you know, maybe subsidize
2: livestock guardian, livestock guardian dogs. I would and so, love to see that. That was, I, would too. I was just going to say that. I, I know someone who has like goats and stuff, and she got herself a livestock guardian dog and has had zero issues ever since she got him.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, even donkeys, man, get yourself some fucking angry donkeys. And they, seriously, the wolves also will not. Effective. I'm not kidding. I'm literally not kidding. Wolves, mountain lions, coyotes, they will not fuck guys. with angry donkeys. <laughs>
2: Yeah, if if you look up the videos, they're like funny, but they're also like, wow, I had no idea donkeys were so effective at livestock management, but they are. And another thing that the Colorado Parks is doing, in addition
1: to all these things we've talked about before, right, like with flagry and guardian dogs and shit like that so they're encouraging ranchers to do what that area north of yellowstone does where i was talking before how they work with the wildlife and they do you know they move their herds around and they do these things based on the patterns of predators and they don't have any issues at all so they're working with these ranchers in colorado to to adopt the same practices. So what you know, carcass management, if you do have any kind of dead animal, you know, get it out as far away as possible. Um, management intensive grazing, where if you have a vulnerable herd, and you're taking them out in this really lush area, put more put more riders out there with them, right? Um, you know,
2: physically protect them more. Um, I want that job to go and just like haze wildlife while you're on a horse that sounds yeah honestly amazing wouldn't that be right you just get to ride all day for your job and like and help wildlife and see cool animals see cool animals and help them not get killed and be riding which is like one of my favorite things ever uh
1: another thing is high risk landscape management so if they're looking at, you know, if they have their herd in an area that is really beneficial for a mountain lion to attack something, maybe make sure they're monitored and then move them out of that area if they can't be, you know, supervised, right? Um, Shit like that. Or like one thing I just learned about is mixed herd composition, which is, you're having a blend of like these older livestock in with the young bucks um some that are more aggressive than others and that's really going to help a them you know defend themselves better and make the you know predators know they're not an easy meal but also uh it's going to help teach the younger ones some of those same behaviors as well of like you know staying safe when they're out grazing or whatever so they're, they're doing all the classic stuff of hey here's all the shit you can do to keep them away but then they're also giving them in my opinion a lot more proactive solutions on how to actually go about your daily business in harmony I really like that. with predators and preventing it from happening
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i think so. that's great well way to go colorado yep it'll be really interesting to see how this plays out in those three phases and they need to have it done I believe totally done by 2028 or 2029 so 30 to 50 yeah, wolves like in the next five years but I don't know if they count 2023 as one of the years or not um and thanks to Oregon I'm excited to see it for stepping
2: in yeah thanks thank you Oregon some, for or like giving some fucking wolves and how did Also, thank you, me, because I paid co- taxes in Colorado the last few years, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you, were you one of the,
0: or I guess it wasn't the public that voted. I guess it would be the representatives. It was. So. It, it was?
2: No, it was the public. Oh. It was a ballot initiative. Oh, nice. It. Yep. I voted for it. I voted for it. I paid taxes in Colorado. I'm no longer paying taxes in Colorado, but I will be, or I did. It barely passed,
1: 51 to 49%. I'm glad like, I
2: did it was really close but it was really we close. won out yay for wolves
3: well, i worked in an elk hunting camp when that was going oh, on oh that's right in i forgot you did that and man those people i, I, I had, had forgotten me. yeah i worked in an elk hunting camp it was right outside of dolores cortez dolores area it was really cool anyway those guys were just all up in arms because they're ranchers too the guys that own the outfitter company And the camp itself was on a big ranch.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so that's our good wildlife news um, of this time. And I actually have one more thing that I remembered as we were talking. Do you guys remember I was saying that the state of Idaho hired that poaching motherfucker from, like, Oregon to take out, like, 200,000, or um, they paid him $140,000 to, like, slaughter a bunch of wolves here from a helicopter? Oh screw uh, that. Ugh. Well once yeah, once it was found out that they did that without any public input, oh shit, it just came out. They canceled that contract with that motherfucker. Finally good. Is he getting, yeah. like, prosecuted? Okay, that is good news too. Is there
0: anything that they can like get him on? Was it, he was before, right? Like he'd been charged with like poaching and stuff. He was. He
1: he was. That's the thing. Yes. So he is a convicted like poacher um and shit under the Lacey act actually to bring it back to way Mason to go to the Lacey act <laughs> and they hired him to help with predator management and i what i am i will give props i will give some props where it's due is there was such an outcry and a lot of times they're like Fuck it we don't give a shit. we're just gonna do it anyway but in this case they actually listened to what people were saying, and they canceled that contract. So I have to give credit at least for that much of listening to us. At least a little bit. It's it's a yeah. step, it's a step in the right direction. And we'll I wanna I want to do some positive reinforcement, right? They canceled yes. that contract, which was the right thing to do, and Way they to listened go. to their constituents. So you yeah. guys
2: can have a cookie.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Well, that's that's all I got. Do you guys have anything else you want to say on on woofs? I will say Charlotte loves them so much. I flew out to Denver and we went to the uh, wolf sanctuary out there. Yeah, I did that so for her cool. birthday a few years ago and it was so fun. My birthday. Yeah, Pam literally flew in for a day. Yeah, like, I not flew even in. Day. Did I even spend the night? Yeah, I flew in at night and then I left the next day after the wolf thing.
2: So cute. Yeah, so that was super cool. If you have a wolf sanctuary near you, I Highly encourage you to volunteer or even just do one of these like meet and greets with the wolves or even just a tour, like because we did a meet and greet. We
1: went we went in and got to snuggle wolves, which was badass.
2: Yeah, we did that because of my birthday. But, but
1: even just the tour was cool. Yeah,
2: the tour was excellent, really affordable, and yeah, just really, really cool, really interesting, and learned a lot. And that is the Colorado Wolf and Wildlife
1: Center in Divide, Colorado, FYI. All
2: right. Anybody else got anything else? Nope. Just want to say thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and most importantly, share with a friend who you think would like this. I'm sure you have lots of friends that love wolves, so make sure you share the micro It's a perfect length to share because it's a nice quick listen. Yes. All right.